Welcome back to another episode of Galaxy of Film. I'm your co-host Danilo, and before we jump into today's episode, I just want to give a big thank you to the Facebook group who have viewed Catalina's Curse, really enjoyed it. The feedback has been amazing. Thank you so much. I just want to say now it is available publicly on the Galaxy of Film Productions YouTube site, as well as galaxyoffilm.com. So be sure to check it out. The whole team did a great job. I wanted to thank Max for letting me show it. I wanted to thank my actor, my editor, the man who made the poster. Everyone along has just been a great ride. So be sure to check it out. And now for the main episode. You're listening to Galaxy of Film. And welcome back to the Brain Ups of Galaxy of Film. I'm, of course, your host, Max, joined with none other than my slightly shorter co-host, Danilo. How are you doing, man? I've been better, bro. I've been better, dog. First of all, I've been sick since, like, the second week of fucking March, dude. Which is truly just redonkulous. Mm. Um, and it's just not getting better at all. I've just It just has constantly stayed the same, dude. Our throat's sore. We're coughing constantly. Does it help that I go out? every weekend almost no probably not dude and then i'm walking home in like 20 degree 30 degree 40 degree weather <laughs> like that obviously like, like that, that's clearly not helping not at all um yeah um then we wrecked our car so that was that um almost almost lost my credit card too damn but yeah but lucky for my friend she had it with her oh that's good at least i suppose <laughs> yeah i suppose dude but it was still kind of rough no, nah, I feel you, bro. I've also been... I'm Thankfully, I'm starting to feel a bit better. I was pretty sick last week when recording. It felt like garbage. Um, yeah. But yeah, man. I don't, everyone's kind of sick right now, it feels like. No, they are, dude, because all my friends are sick. Granted, we all hang out together, so if one's sick, we're all sick. Hmm. I imagine that's how it is with you. If you're hanging out with someone who's sick, you're going to get sick, you know? Basically, yeah, yeah exactly. Like my girl, yeah. she's sick right now, but like even like... My friends who I'm not always seeing every week, they're all sick as fuck, dude. Like, my sister, niece and nephew, sick as fucking dogs. Have been all week. Um, even my fucking mom's been sick for some reason, dude. It's weird. It's a weird bug going they, on, for sure. They yakking? Or are they just sniffly and Bro, whole cough? nine yards. Whole nine yards. Oh, that, that, that's a skill issue, dude. <laughs> Jesus we don't Christ. yak here in this house. That's exactly right, buddy. Only the best your galaxy of film. This is a yak-free zone. No, it is, dude. There's only two times you can yak. If you get blacked out drunk, and that's it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Before we go ahead and get right into the news for this week, a little bit of an announcement. Um, our musician, Dakari, and former co-host here at Galaxy of Film, he's put out another video on our YouTube channel titled From the Hidden Closet of the Shaw Brothers. It is currently available out now for members of the Galaxy Film Fan Club on Facebook, ran by our buddy Shamim, our director of fan relations. Um, and this video will be public on the YouTube channel and on the galaxyfilm.com website this upcoming weekend. So stay tuned for that. Check it out if you're a member of the fan club. Again, guys, we've been preaching this thing for fucking months now. If you're in the fan club, you get the short films, you get the video content, you get all this stuff early. So why not join? You know? And plus, you get to see when Harold watches fucking movies every week. Yeah, dude, that's true. That's worth it right there alone, man. It's free. Why wouldn't you? I would say so. I would say so. It's cheaper than hot and ready. Stop, dude. Stop. <laughs> Speaking of the fan club, dude, and things on YouTube, mm -hmm. thank you to everyone, dude, who has watched Catalina's Curse, man. The video just hit 1,000 views just the other day, I believe. Yeah, man. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, if I know how to do the math. Yeah, dude. I just want to say thank you to everyone out there who watched that, supported it, left a like, left a comment, left, left a dislike. You're appreciated out there in the world, guys. Yeah. Man, I don't know if anyone can hear. I know I just talked to you about it off air. Yeah, no, I now hear it, dude. Close your fucking window, bud, or go out there and kill that. The window thing. is fucking closed, dude. There's a goddamn cricket right outside my window. Yeah, well, once again, skill issue. Oh, hi, Mark. And uh, let's dive right into the news for this week. It's been a minute since we've covered news. We've had a couple live streams going on. 
couple of uh, heavy-hitting episodes, man. So, let's get into the news. Um, first up, this is all kind of mainly stuff from today for the most part, actually, as the time of recording this. But um, we have some live-action like reboots and remakes coming in, man. And some continuations of some characters coming back. Um, first up, this is a bit of an announcement on the left field from Disney. Um, we already knew we were getting an animated Disney Plus show from the Investor's Day, like, three, four years ago. Um, we're getting a live-action remake of Moana with pretty much all of the cast returning. What, what are your thoughts on this one? I hate this fucking company. <laughs> it's the most unoriginal, uninspiring piece of, co- piece of shit company I think anyone could ever work for. Yeah. I, I really wish they would just do something new, but they don't. They don't hire anyone to do something new. They use the same writers. Maybe they use new writers, but they're just unoriginal. They're uncreative. They're boring. They're just boring. And God, I wish they would. I wish Apple would buy them and shut them in the run them in the ground. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> what are your thoughts on it, man? I, I'm a bit appalled by it, honestly, man. I've been lost for words. Um, you know, some of these live-action remakes are either great or atrocious of Disney, as we've, we've said before. You know, I'm a fan of seeing, like, the, the villain stories kind of brought up into a live-action format, yeah. like Cruella, Maleficent. Um, and I was really excited to see, like, the attraction rides go further, because we're still getting that Haunted House or Haunted Mansion movie, you know? Yeah. Um, this is this is weird to me, more than anything. You know, I know we're getting, you know, obviously Little Mermaid's coming out soon, I know we're getting that Lilo and Stitch movie, the, the live-action remake. But, I mean, this was, what, five years ago? <laughs> Not even? Since Moana yeah, came yeah. out? Like I said, it's unoriginal. It's uninspiring. I'm going to know. I know I'm going to. If this does good, I know we're going to get Frozen. Yeah, exactly, dude. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's it, it's a joke. It's a joke and a half, dude. See, not only that, though, which upsets me. I think we'll get Frozen eventually, 100%. You know, yeah. whenever we get. Because we're getting a third one still, aren't we? An animated third I one? I have no idea. Maybe. Who knows? I think we'll get, like, Tangled, and uh, isn't Princess and the Frog already getting one, too? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. I think they're going to start knocking out those one-offs that they aren't going to give sequels to, or just kind of like the shitty Disney Plus shows. Yeah, sick one. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's really, really interesting to see, like, The Rock so excited. I mean, the congratulations on him collecting a check after Black Adam, because Zachary Levi isn't fucking getting one after Shazam too, man. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. Yeah, he just he's like, hey, I need some money. Hey, Disney, what if we do live action with me, man? Yeah, it's weird because it's like this would be cool to see from the get go. I feel like you know if they taken the live action approach because I like Moana. It's it's visually a gorgeous ass movie, man. Yeah, I even like the music in there. I'm not a musical guy for the most part. Yeah, we know, bud. We know. But I mean, I don't know. This is this is an odd one out of left field. You know, I'm glad the cast is returning, but I think I'd be more upset if everyone wasn't returning, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, pretty lazy, pretty lazy for sure. The The next thing I think a lot of people are confused about, including myself, we're getting another reboot, remake, um, series from Warner Brothers, keyword series, we're getting a Harry Potter remake on HBO Max, or right. HBO. Yeah. Yeah, and, and J.K. Rowling is involved for some reason in this. I have no idea what this even is, dude. I, I saw that, and they said the original books. So I was like, okay, did, J- did J.K. Rowling just rewrite, like, the original books? How, like, you know, Cinderella had the old fairy tales. Like, all those Disney old fairy tales were, like, much dark and gruesome mm-hmm. until Disney bought the rights to them, and they're like, oh, Disney, you know. So I was like, oh, did Harry Potter have, like, that? No. No? <laughs> yeah, so I'm just... I'm just gonna watch the same story I could watch in eight movies or whatever. Yeah. In a series now? And they're adding characters in there, which is cool. I mean, you, I guess you kind of have to to flesh out each book slash movie into a full season with the television. Because that's what yeah. we're getting. We're getting straight up seven seasons of this right off the bat confirmed. I don't, I don't get it, but I, I, I'm not... I'm getting this instead of my Batgirl movie. <laughs> Sick one, Zaslav, or whatever. <laughs> That's a good point, dude. Like, isn't the fucking Fantastic series... Is that not even finished yet? I have no idea, dude. They just, like, axed Johnny, and then Mads Mikkelsen was there, and then they added someone else, and they took away Mads, and I don't know, dude. I have no fucking... I don't keep up with the Harry Potter stuff, dude. It's weird. I have friends who love Harry Potter. I have no friends who really love Star Wars, but I have friends who just love Harry Potter. Really? Okay. 
Yeah, dude. Fucking clown. <laughs> but um, anyway, though, dude. Yeah, I have. I I didn't understand this news when it came out at all. I'm I, I still don't understand it. But whatever. Yeah, and with the the part that blows my mind, dude. Is and you know, we're not gonna talk about everything of J.K. Rowling. You know, a lot of that's already been said before, um, and she's still just very, very vocal. So there's consistent other channels and other you know brands discussing it. Um, but it, it's really weird that from a business standpoint, regardless, that Warner Brothers is like, you know what, dude? We know literally all of your cast and crew from your eight movies. And your publicist from your books here, like, no one wants to affiliate with you for all your outbursts on social media. But why the fuck are they involving her in this, man? Like, if Nickelodeon can axe Dan Schneider and keep iCarly going on, it's I don't understand the correlation why we can't do the same thing for this. It's a really, really funky spot, I feel like. Who knows? Maybe she wants to rewrite some of her characters and books. I don't know, man. Um, I'm at a loss for words for this. Classic this is... JK. Classic JK, bro. God. This, these two decisions right here are some of the dumbest things I think we've discussed on the show. Yeah, yeah, no, I think so as well. But you know what isn't the dumbest news and quite possibly the greatest news we've ever gotten on this show? We're going to disagree on this one, but yeah, go right ahead, man. Really, dude? Yep. We're, we're getting Shrek 5. And not only not Shrek 5, bro. A donkey spinoff. Yeah, that's for sure not something I need. <laughs> they should have went off on their high after three, ride that wave up in the sunset and call it a day. Come on, for four sure. Was a, yeah, four was absolutely atrocious with the still skin. That movie made me want to take just fucking a bottle of Jack and a bottle of my... Yeah, just basically a bottle of Jack, dude. That's actually the only way I could probably finish that fucking movie. When you go see his ogre family and friends, like... Okay, where were they in episodes one, two, three? In episodes one, two, yeah, and three, yeah, exactly. So okay, um, I don't need it, dude. I don't need it. I like seeing Shrek one. I love Shrek two. Shrek three is okay, not the best. And Shrek four is just, holy, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> I'm pretty sure isn't Shrek three like connected to Shrek four? Yeah, Shrek four is the time travel one, right? Yeah, and isn't Shrek 3... What was Shrek 3 all about? The babies, the Shreklets. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, I got that one. Like, that one was okay. It was still not my favorite, but... You're not gonna beat 1 and 2, dude. You, you're just not gonna touch just pure fucking god-tier storytelling. Mm-hmm. You know? You're not the movies that we're gonna be talking about today. Damn. What do you feel about the Donkey uh, spinoff, bro? Why? Why don't I want it? I say, how, what do you? How do you feel about the donkey one in particular? Oh, I don't want it. Okay. Yeah. Who would get it? What? What program would get it? I think they're just getting like full theatrical releases, bro. Just like Puss in Boots did. Oh, something like like a movie, not like a TV, like a movie, not a TV show. Yeah, yeah, full movie. Yeah. Fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! It's I don't know. I need, dude. It's not something I need. Like if they were gonna, if they said like they were gonna re-release one and two in like 8K, Dolby fucking Atmos, you know, just uh, just a 4D experience. Yeah, dude, I'd be bricked up. Mm-hmm. I can't be bricked up for the fucking donkey spinoff, man. <sighs> Even though Puss in Boots, Puss in Boots was like a fantastic movie. That second one, the first one wasn't too good in my opinion, but the f- second one was, I guess, decent. I haven't seen Puss in Boots actually, man. First one's brutal. It's a brutal watch. Second one, that's the only reason I didn't see the second one, but I guess the second one was cool. Yeah, I know Brandon saw it, and he's going to do an LFG at some point. He loved it. Yeah, yeah. I know everyone who I talked to who went to go see it said it was fucking amazing. It was like the Paddington 2 of, you know, this year. Exactly, dude. That's a great comparison. I've heard nothing but good things like Paddington 2. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Man. Speaking of Paddington, Paddington 3 is finally beginning filming. Paddington in Peru. Excited for that one, oh, dude. Oh, cool. Fuck Peru. Um, dude, the Barbie trailer released. Did you watch that? I didn't know. I did, dude. I'm pumped for that movie. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to watch. It looks like someone took a thing of ecstasy and wrote that shit and directed it. But, hey, I'm there for it. That's what I'm choosing over Oppenheimer, bro. <laughs> oh, absolutely, bro. <laughs> Why the fuck would I choose Oppenheimer, dude? Yeah. I'm about to, I'm about to see another Oppenheimer in, like, fucking, let's say, the end of the year for the way this world's going. <sighs> But you Let know me what? Get Barbie though? in my system. 
You know what, though, man? Our listeners will have to choose, because on Galaxy of Film, we'll be covering the Barbie movie and Oppenheimer. Same week. Yeah, we will, dude. Why not? Good good little... Uh, I just almost fucking just fell off my desk, dude. Good little... Uh, <laughs> a little comparison or whatever i don't know pairing pairing not comparison pairing yeah just box office hits bro we've done weirder you know pairings we did halloween kills in the last duel <laughs> yeah i don't know what we're on acid some days dude when we do these fucking things <laughs> disclaimer for anyone out there we are not on acid yeah thank you buddy thank you yeah no i just had to i just had to you know Nice, nice. Um, my last piece of news here, this is kind of interesting. Um, Donald Glover will be producing Malia Obama's short film. This is this is pretty cool, man. I had no clue either if his kids were interested in filmmaking or directing or just anything in the industry. Um, and especially like having Donald Glover produce your first short, that's, that's pretty big, man. I know he's like doing a lot more behind the scenes now. Um, he had the show, I think it's on Prime, the, it's called Swarm. Just came out a few weeks ago. Have you seen it? No. No, dude. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, really? I don't like Donald Glover. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I couldn't care for Donald Glover stuff. I don't need to see this either. I thought you liked Donald Glover. Do you like Community and all that? Don't you? I like him as an actor for sure. I, I, you know, I take that back. I guess he did write some of his stuff for Community. I know he was on like a few like episodes, like as a writer. So, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I never saw Atlanta, um, so I can't speak to that. And what I did see, it was I don't even know what it really was even about. But I, I don't. I couldn't care less for Obama's daughter writing something and him producing it. Okay, I feel you on that, dude. I think you'd yeah, like I, Atlanta. I, I think so too. I really do. It's just once again, TV show, man. You know, TV shows are hard for me to get into. Like, I get that. We have like five that we're into, and that's it at this day and age. No, I get that. The cool thing about Atlanta, at least if that's early seasons for sure, because it started out as a short film that he just continued further and further into a series. Okay, so, now see that. Yeah, so that's kind of dope. There are a lot of episodes that are actually just short films that he just threw into the series that are totally unrelated to the overarching narrative. You know, that fit oh, the cool. themes going on that this season will deal with, but it's just a story he wants to tell, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. No, that sounds interesting. But yeah, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm excited to see what he wants to do more producing, you know. Um, I need to watch Swarm. I've heard you know some mixed things about it, but I've seen his enthusiasm for filming it because he actually shot it on film, which is pretty cool too. Um, oh yeah, good for him. Good for him. Yeah, so seeing him in the producing role would be pretty interesting to see you know further on his career. So I'm here for it. Um, I have no clue what the short's about, but I mean it's a short film. You know, I'll, I'll kick back for 15 to 40 minutes to watch whatever it is. You know, fuck it. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, man, that's all I had for news this week. Let's talk shows. Um, what shows are you currently catching on, man? This is more of a catch-up episode for us. Finish the Bad Batch. Um, I'll do an LFG on that in, like, a month, probably. Mm. Um, yeah, dude, month from today, actually, is when it'll sometime be out. That week, <laughs> May the 4th. But, um, it was good, dude. I really, I was su- very surprised. I was very, very surprised with the season, I gotta be honest. Okay. Like, you know, I wasn't too hot on the first one. Um, it seemed all, like, out there, you know. Mm. This one... A lot darker tones, and it worked. It worked for sure. Sweet, man. That's nice. I've been catching up on uh, Wu-Tang American Saga, season three, the final season. Um, I know okay. Dakari and I ran an LFG on seasons one and two a couple years ago, so check it out, guys. Um, well, season Dakari. three is pretty cool, though, so far, man. Again, they do. there's three episodes that are full short films. Well, more or less films, because they're like at the 55, 60-minute mark. Um, oh, okay. And it's kind of neat because it's this whole season's dealing with uh, Wu Tang is an established group at this point, and now they're going into like everyone's solo albums, like beat by beat per episode. So we get three yeah. short films that are visual like representations of the album coming to life. So ODB's Return to the Thirty Six Chambers, and how this is like a stand up comedy show, and like this is whole brought to his original vision of life. Um, Only built for Cuban Links by Rayquan and Ghostface has a cool like crime drama episode. Um, last week's episode, which was directed by RZA, you know, the leader of Wu-Tang, um, it was for Liquid Swords, my favorite of the solo albums. I haven't watched that episode just yet. I'm on the episode prior. Can't wait to watch it, though, man. I've heard great, great things. And I'm always pumped to see, you know, those creative heads come into, back in the show, to either direct or, direct or produce an episode, which is pretty pumped, you know? Yeah, yeah. But overall, really liking season three. Really sad to see this season go. Because it feels like everyone's finally found the groove of their characters this season. So it really sucks. Oh, that always kind of sucks, yeah. 
Yeah, like, everyone's been pretty solid yeah. as, like, individuals when we have our overarching, like, because season one, the the group doesn't get together until, I think, like, the climax of the season, like, episode eight of ten. Uh, okay. And then season two is mainly just trying to get the album made. Um, so it's really, I don't know, it sucks, man, now that we finally get the relationship where everyone's together, established, they are a full group. I want them to keep going on, you know? But it's a strong final season at the very least. So. Yeah. Ted Lasso's out, dude, so I'm watching that as well. Interesting oh, yeah. season for sure, since it's the last one. And spoiler if you haven't watched it, but Nate's a bad guy now. And so the vibes are not as positive as they used to be, especially now in season in episode one. They're finding their groove for how the tone is season two. And it's weird. Because when I watched Ted Lasso, I'm like just you just like you're in a little like rose garden frolicking. Now mm. it's kind of like you're in a rose garden frolicking with 50 bees swarming you. <laughs> it's interesting, dude. It, it's a bit interesting this season, but I do like the show still. Like, it's still a great show. Yeah, I saw the poster, I think, that came out for today with him going, like, face-to-face with someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's Nate, the bad guy, probably, yeah. Okay, gotcha, man. After Wu-Tang finishes up in, like, two weeks, um, How I Met Your Father actually has an extended season two, which is weird. Hulu greenlit, I think, 23 or 22 episodes. Um, really happy about it. But once I Met Your Father's finished, definitely getting into Ted Lasso, finally. Yeah, yeah. So, cool. maybe... Maybe you'll finally do the LFG. <laughs> what, on Ted Lasso? Yeah, man, maybe. I did. I, I did an Instagram Live, dude. Shout out to our Instagram. Go all the way back. Oh, God. When season two finished, and I did season one and season two live. Damn. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to rip it on the, on the show, on, on the show, bro. Yeah. Rip it on the show. Speaking of the show, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break go over our stream of the week by tyler to you guys and then uh, when we come back here we're talking two of the most mind-blowing comedy films of the 2010s bro that's right we're talking jump street finally dude finally fucking talk about these movies so we'll be right back guys The Galaxy of Film rating system is based off planets featured within the Star Wars films. From our highest rating to lowest, here is the order in which we rate these films. Number 5. Coruscant, the entire planet is one big city. Number 4. Thanks. Bespin, it's pretty far, but I think we can make it. Mining colony? Yeah, Tabana gas mine. Number 3. Like you did by the lake on the roof. Number 2. Set your course for the hot system. And lastly, number one. Gotta get back to Jakku. Back to Jakku! Why does everyone want to go back to Jakku? Tyler Jansen here. It's stream of the week time I got for you 2012. The Dictator from Sasha Baird and Cohen. It's a political comedy starring the man himself as a dictator of a fictional North African country that gets lost in New York and beat up. Nobody knows who he is and he ends up befriending a bunch of people he'd normally have killed in his home country. This movie is funny, but it is not Sasha Baron Cohen's best work. Honestly, this is my first exposure to him and I'm pretty glad because it set it up for Borat being so much funnier. This movie has had an impact as Elon Musk cited this movie being the whole reason that the starship is pointy and not round because it looks scarier. I feel like this movie had more political motives behind it, but it was hard for me to pay attention to it because it was too funny otherwise to where I really didn't pay attention to that other shit. But to be fair, if I ever have the chance to watch this movie again, I think I'll just skip it and watch Borat. Alright guys, we're back from our break. Danilo. I know you've been on the edge of your fucking seat, bro. We've been talking about doing this episode since we did, like, Boys in the Hood. When we talked to Ice Cube a while ago. And whenever oh, we yeah, did, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. And we also were talking about it again whenever we did the Jonah Hill episode a long-ass time ago as well with mid-90s and Superbad. So here we go, bro. we talked about it for Bullet Train. Say again? We talked about it for Bullet Train. Yeah! Oh, man, dude. made that cameo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Greatest, greatest cameo in that whole fucking film, dude. Out of every actor they had in it, Chang Tanum was a G, dude. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. So let's go ahead. But before we get into that, dude, Tyler, what a film, dude. Guys, check that one out. That's amazing. 
Go ahead. Give us your recap of 21 Jump Street, man. Yeah, dude. So these are like, we go into high school setting. Um, they're just like high schoolers. Um, Schmidt and uh, what does the other fucking guy's name? Jenko or whatever. Jenko, yeah. And they're just fucking, yeah, they're just fucking chilling. Um, Jenko's like a jock, classic, you know, just high school dud. Um, Schmidt's like just your fat kid who got bullied all the time, asked out a hot girl. Didn't really go well for him. No, their lives ain't going too hot after high school. They both go to a police academy. They weren't friends in high school, but now they're friends. You know, they help each other. One gets the grades, one helps them work out, all that good stuff. Um, they're fucking tools as cops. They just start shooting the gun off in the air in the park, dude. Classic. I would do that too, probably. Why not? And keep going on, dude. He's fucking... They become... They have to go to, like, a 22 Jump Street... No, 21 Jump Street program. Um, because they're just fucking jokes of a cop. And then we get Ice Cube or whatever in there. And he's like, yo, guys. Um, you gotta go into high school and infiltrate the drugs. Find a dealer or something. In <laughs> infiltrate the deal. Infiltrate the thing. Find a supplier, dude. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, damn. Praise to Korean Jesus a tad. They go to high school, dude. We get a case almost from our boy Schmitty. Um, who's risen up the high schooler and they start falling in love and shit and Schmidt has to so Schmidt's the fucking in the jocking thing and Jekko now is in the fucking um, nerdy things and he's around he's friends with the nerd boys then we get the fucking Franco kid just popping in and we find out it's the popular kids who are selling the drugs you know no surprise there and they find him dude and they're like yo shit what the hell's going on we gotta bust your ass sorry about that g that's just how it has to go and then big plot twist dude the fucking gym coach is the jo is uh, the franco kid supplier so you're like yo what the h um so yeah dude and then you know the brothers like slowly go apart during this but they come together at the end to stop the to infiltrate the dealer or whatever find the supplier or whatever <laughs> and yeah dude and that was it that was the movie. They find him. Shoot his dick off. You forget, man. We get a great cameo by Johnny Depp in this, too. We get the original Jump yeah, Sheet I... guys back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is a cool one, man. This is one of those weird things where it's not a reboot, but like a soft, soft sequel, just in the universe, continuation kind of thing. Yeah. Um, did you ever watch Jump Street as a kid, the show? No. No. I'm glad you said that. I, I didn't watch this shit at all, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fuck that shit. Yeah, I didn't watch Jump Street at all. Um, matter of fact, dude, like, I didn't watch... Oh my god, bro, there's a fucking car just exploded from away from me. Jesus, man. I fucking, I feel like I'm living on Jump Street today. Christ. Yeah, bud. And Phil's coming flashbacks. <laughs> um, this came out, what, 2011? I have no idea, dude. All I know is that when I saw it, dude, I was way too young to fucking watch it. Yeah, no, I watched I this in high school. I was in middle school when I watched this, pal. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, this flew under the radar for me until high school. I remember I saw the trailer for 22 Jump Street, not even knowing what 21 was. Oh, and then you wanted to go see 22? I didn't see 22, actually, until last night. All right, dude. Don't talk to me anymore about new movie taste. All right, dude. Keep All on right. watching Tarantino films, bud. <laughs> hey, come on, man. Anyways, uh, yeah, I didn't watch the first one until high school. Like, an ex-girlfriend showed me or some shit. Um, oh, nice, dude. This one always stuck with me, though, man. Like, this is a great fucking comedy. Oh, this cracks me up till this day, dude. This cracks me fucking up. The opening line of, not so slim shady, what up? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm fucking dead, dude. I'm so fucking dead. Absolutely, man. Like, Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum are, are an odd but wonderful pairing in this as well. Yeah, yeah. This was... This to me is a better Kevin Hart and The Rock. Yeah, let's never compare those two again, all right, bud? Because I'm looking at two fucking guys who can't act, and two fucking guys who are icons. Okay, <laughs> one was in Shazam: Fury of Gods or something, dude, and one d doesn't even have a career anymore. So, <laughs> yeah. I but you know what? It's Ma Magic Mike XXL's coming out, and Jonah Hill's still doing stuff. So yeah, come on now, pal. Yeah, you know what I mean, though, man. This was this was that that year, that little pocket of the generation, that little you know dynamic duo for a minute in film. Yeah, absolutely, man. I don't know; they just work out pretty well. Um, love the Ice Cube's in this. You know, Ice Cube's my favorite rapper. I've always been very vocal about this in the podcast. Fucking love him. Um, and rewatching this, he's the biggest kick for me. I, I love his angry comedy, man. Yeah. 
So what? What? what, what give me some other stuff on top of your head you like about this. Oh yeah, dude. Those two are the fucking funniest guys there. When they're in the opening scene, dude. When they're just in the fucking park, teabagging the fucking guy when they shot him, dude. <laughs> like they're cops, dude, and they just found like cocaine or whatever, or marijuana or whatever. No, it, they started start off with marijuana and then they just find cocaine. They mm-hmm. have no idea what the fuck the procedure is, dude. <laughs> So they just start chasing him. He's like, stop running. Like, who tells a criminal to stop running, dude? They're just fucking hilarious, man. The entire... Anytime they have... They're, like, they have to be cops is when they just are so fucking stupid. And it's the funniest thing ever. And then you got Schmitty over here fucking praying to Korean Jesus, dude. He's like, hey, God, I don't know if you're real or not, but I've been going through a rough patch. Like, it's like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, how old are you? And you're a cop right now doing this <laughs> shit. Get the fuck over yourself. Come on, buddy. And then the fucking guys are fun. I like when uh, Janko goes with the nerds, dude. Like, I always thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then when he's in the fucking um, teaching room, dude. When he and, and he's quiz, a Quiznos quiz or whatever. <laughs> and she's basically just telling him to rail him. And she's like, what? The, he's like, what the fuck is going on, dude? Oh, God. Oh, it's hilarious. It's, it's a funny-ass fucking movie, dude. I hate comedies. I will stand by that till the day I die. But this move, these two movies, this one for sure, that it was fucking hilarious. It was just fucking hilarious from everything, man. No, absolutely fucking Lily, dude. This is also like a weird, like it's a good party movie as well. Yeah. I showed my oh my this shit, dude. It's <laughs> 70, like 77 or some shit. Mm. She's fucking dying. She's fucking dying, dude. When uh, she's fucking dead half the time. When um oh god what scene was it dude it was one scene where they where they were in the cop things in the cop church or whatever and they were all talking about it mm. she was just fucking cracking up it was the most out of pocket shit they they say you know and she's like just over there just laughing her ass off what a G dude what a fucking G <laughs> yeah exactly no but like you said man I love you're, they're absolutely fucking idiots when it comes to anything like police related which is funny even like the opening scene like the the sign that says do not feed ducks and they're just going after the fucking kid. yeah 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 oh man um it's also weird seeing uh fucking Dave Franco in this man like what what happened to Dave I don't see any of the Franco brothers obviously you know with everything with James going on you know Jesus. that whole situation but like I haven't seen anything of Dave in a hot minute it feels like yeah, but that's because he went through some allegations. Him too? I thought it was just James, bro. Oh, oh, my bad, my bad. Maybe it wasn't. My bad, my bad. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. Scratch that. Scratch that off the record. <laughs> I don't know, dude. He, I, I, I know he didn't get a lot of good parts. Like when he did get a part, it wasn't like, oh wow, good part, man. You know, he's sucking like these B movie type things, which are fucking hilarious. But he obviously probably wants more. You know. Yeah, man. But they're, the trip-out scene is pretty great, too, and they have to take the drugs right in front of them. Um, yeah, yeah. God, man. This movie is... It almost feels like Seth MacFarlane-like, like with the cutaway scenes back and forth with his gags and humor. Okay. Okay. Like, this reminds me of a good live-action, like, structure-wise of a Family Guy episode, almost. I guess, dude. If, that, if that's what you see, dude, more power to you, man. I just see two guys being fucking idiots. I'm saying from an editing standpoint, with how these gags oh, yeah. come back and forth. Yeah, I guess so, man. If that's what you see. That's cool, dude. I... <laughs> Jesus fuck, man. Is there anything you don't like about Twenty One Jump Street? Um, nothing in particular, dude. Like, it's just a funny movie. Like, I have good memories with it. So, like, if I look at this even from like a film perspective, I won't like heavily critique it at all. Mm. Like, it's just funny, you know. Like, it's self-aware, too. Like, when when Nick Offerman's in there and he's like, yeah, we're reviving a program from the mid-80s because we're just unoriginal. I'm like, yeah, it's self-aware that it knows exactly what it's doing, too. So that's pretty funny. And not only that, but the sequel is even more self-aware, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I agree, man. So- Seeing Nick Offerman's pretty great in this, too. Even though it's a smaller no. role. Yeah, yeah. And I, Brie Larson's in here as well. That really threw me off, man. Like, I rewatching a bunch of movies, you know, from the early 2010s and whatnot, Brie Larson's roles always freak me out. Like, I'm always caught off guard. No, dude, I'm serious, because I, like, I did not recognize Brie Larson by name until Captain Marvel came out. So seeing in all these other movies, I really enjoyed that she's in them. Like, it's, it's kind of odd looking back, man. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, Tone Jump Street, Free Fire. I don't know, man. Yeah, I guess so, dude. 
<laughs> this movie's a Death Star. Death Star for you? One of the greatest movies of all time. Yeah, I hate comedies, dude, but this movie, this movie always makes me smile and laugh. So this is one of your top comedies then of all time too. Yeah, I, I only have like three, four top. I only have like four or five top comedies, dude. This, okay. 21, 22, The Interview, The B-Movie, Shrek 1, Shrek 2. Okay, I'm not counting Shrek 1, Shrek 2, man. Those those are those are set cinema. Yeah, but they're comedies, dude. I mean, yeah. So I'll count them. I think Shrek 1 is a love story, bro. Mm, it, it, it's a romantic comedy, pal. Um, okay. Well, See, it's a rom-com, dude. It's a rom-com. We'll, we'll put it in the rom-com. I'll give you that. We'll meet in the middle. Yeah, yeah. It's a rom-com. Damn. But at the end of the day, it's cinema. One, it two, and the B movie, and the B movie, and these two films. <laughs> I don't know, man. I consider the B movie drama. Yeah, no, B movie cinema, dude. Yeah, you know what I mean, bro. But yeah, this is a coruscant for me. Um, I fucking love this thing, man. This is a, a very, very pleasant rewatch for sure. Very pleasant. Um, I had the pop figures for Twenty One Jump Ship as well. Actually, I remember they were kind of hard to find when they came out too. I still have them at my mom's place. Yeah, sick one, dude. Keep investing in the Funko Pops, bud. Yeah, that was not a great decision. <laughs> Give me the recap for 22 Jump Street, man. Buddy, that's called diminishing returns. Anyway, though, dude, our favorite two cops are back, and they're chilling. They're like, we got another mission for you, and they're like, yo, back to high school? He's like, not after fucking last time, dude, because you guys almost couldn't even handle that. So we're going to send you guys off to college. So you go to college, dude, and... This, I don't know when this came out, but I don't think I was close in going to college. Um, this came out 2014. It was like, yeah, but it was like, so I was I was just entering high school, but it was like that anticipation of like, I am going to go to college, so this is kind of cool to like see these guys now go to college, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, though, man, we're doing that. You go to college. They're trying to find this new drug, whatever. They find it like instantly, you know, because it's fucking college. Um, yeah, 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 Schmidt's playing on the football team, Sh- uh, I mean, uh, Jenko's playing on the football team, Schmidty over here is just, now he's the dweeb again, you know, um, he meets this girl, he just rails this girl, dude, just rails her, he goes to the police station, daps up the officer, officer daps him up, says, you know, that shit's great, man, um, Jenko, or, yeah, Jenko's doing his own thing with the football team, being with the jocks and everything, they find it, they're growing apart, they go to therapy, then we get one of the greatest scenes of all time, where it's parent welcome week with the parents, dude. And we find out that Schmitty fucked the captain's daughter, dude. And it's just, it's hilarious, man. <laughs> it is hilarious. Um, they're finding the drugs. Um, they finally found him, dude. They track him down to like some Mexican cartel thing. We get the whole fucking gag of, oh my god, is that gonna explode? Is that gonna explode? Is that gonna explode? And it's like the fucking chickens that explode. Mm-hmm. Um, down there, like, okay, we gotta go to down to spring break because that's where you know there's a big drop off happening. They get down to spring break, they're on some Lambos, they're riding around fucking where are they, Mexico, I think, right? No, they're, my, they're in Florida, bro. Oh, Florida, my bad. Yeah, they're in Florida doing that shit down there. I, I knew it was either Mexico or Florida, dude. I'm like, there's only two places <laughs> people go for spring break, <laughs> except for me, Walt Disney World with the family. What that's, the fuck? that's in Florida, bro. Yeah, I know, but um, anyway, though, man, they're still doing that shit. They get the drug dealer. We find out plot twist. Roommate who Schmitty banged is a drug supplier. And you're like, hmm, what the fuck? Not only is she a drug supplier, dude, she's high up in the chain, too. Because mm-hmm. she's chilling with the Mexicans. So you're like, oh, fuck. Then we keep going on, dude. And we got to go through some fucking helicopters. We throw a grenade in there, man. They're jumping off the uh, thing in the Atlantic or Pacific Ocean, whichever fucking one it is. I'm not a geography major. And they save the day. And then we get a post-credit scene with just all the, twi- all like, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, like, all those Jump Street numbers. And they're all doing, it's like gags now, and they're all doing fun things. I gotta say, man, that's probably the best post-credit scene I've ever had in my life. Oh, no, a thousand percent, buddy. Yeah, man, I, this was weird, because, like, I remember very vividly, oh, man, what came out 2014? Movie-wise, bro. I, I think I was in theaters of seeing, like, non-stop that Liam Neeson playing movie or something. But I remember sitting there with my dad, and previews rolling, and this was before, like, I was invested in, like, film news and whatnot. So, like, some of these trailers were, like, the actual first time me hearing about these movies. And I yeah. remember seeing the trailer for 22 Jump Street, and he was, like, incredibly excited for this. But I had no fucking clue and hadn't had any interest in seeing the second one other than it being funny. 
Um, I'm pissed that it really pissed it took me this long to watch it. Honestly, man, really upset yeah. about it. But yeah. I really enjoy this fucking thing. Um, I think it doesn't start off as strong compared to the first one. It's very very self aware, which is funny. Um, <clears throat> especially when they're talking about like the budgets and going into like, oh, we had this great chase sequence at the fucking start of this shit. We can't afford to keep having like all this money poured into the police academy. That's great. Yeah, yeah. But it gets a bit old a little quickly, um, right around like the twenty minute mark, up until uh, we get to the, actually the scene you're talking about, where Schmidt meets or Schmidt realizes that he's fucking Ice Cube's daughter, and they're at this public dinner environment, and Ice Cube has a fucking temper tantrum, dude. Um, again, I fucking love Ice Cube so goddamn much, dude. His his angry comedy i know it's been like a running gag and like late night shows and whatnot with him whenever he does a movie it just it works man no one can yell quite like i can ice cube can yell in my opinion um and seeing him flip out over the trope of knowing someone who's fucked your kid is, is hilarious to me you know especially when he's over the top throwing shit going back and forth in this ballroom um that's great you know the the bullshit at the end of the film with jonah's little character development if you want to call it character development where he can yeah. finally make the jump and <laughs> reaches onto the helicopter <laughs> that shit's great and over the top um god man this is this is a weird sequel for sure in my opinion what are some of your it thoughts is. on it no it's a weird sequel dude for sure I, I don't know if i liked this better than their first one i want to say i don't but I, I still got like the plot was very just odd to me like, it was weird that we were going to Florida, you know, and, like, we re- we got the cartel involved because now it's like, okay, we're not in a one-closed setting anymore. You know, we saw a bit of the cartel in the first one, which was, I think, good to, like, see, like, okay, that's how it works. Second one rolls around, like, we're full-blown, like, we gotta go after the cartel, you know, hi, my name is Jeff. You know, that whole fucking bit, dude. Like, mm. you're like, okay, now, now we've just kind of broken this this wall and this world where we're now free fr- free flowing almost mm. um so that was cool but i just don't think it was like necessary for this movie much rather seen him still be in college partying it up doing some other stuff like it was a frat house that was handing him out i think that would have been cool you know like let's say one of the kids did chemistry in the frat house and he was making him out of the basement you know they had the party there like that like, i think that would have worked a bit better where it was just a closed college environment Mm-hmm. That was the one, you know. And let's not forget, they get kicked out of fucking college in this, because they just destroy everything. Yeah, you they know? do. So they right. go on their own adventure. Um, and I like that part of, about it as well, like a rogue cop, you know, kind of. Mm. Um, but yeah, dude. So the plot, I don't know if if it was better. I don't think it was better than the first one. The laughs were about equal for sure, though. Like the chuckles you had and everything, like it it, it worked for what it needed to do. So I I did enjoy it. Just uh. I don't know, man. The plot's just weird to me. Like, it was, it was too big for its britches, almost, it feels like, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. That's an interesting way to it put it, man. Dude. It was funny. And, like, who wouldn't be pissed that you just dapped up someone for fucking your daughter, dude? Yeah, yeah this this movie, man, for for me at the plot, it feels like... It, it feels like that it has too much of a budget, almost, for this movie. Like, it's a very self-aware, that's very, you know, sticking it to being lazy and for shitty sequels and whatnot. And it's hilarious. It's very well done, and I'm very glad it's done to this scale. But it almost doesn't do anything with that until we're at, like, the the halfway point, it feels like. Yeah, we get a cool-ass chart, car chase sequence at the beginning of the film. Um, the yeah, cartel yeah. introduction is pretty funny, don't get me wrong. But other than that, like, I just don't... It, it just feels like we're talking about this movie being meta compared to it, like, actually doing something with it towards the end of this movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, we do do see the reoccurring themes of, like, Jonah trying to make, like, protect uh, fucking Jenko in this scene, where, like, when he's getting shot, but he, like, misses it, and clearly he gets shot again. That works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're evolving on repeating itself, instead of just saying we're repeating ourselves and not doing anything with that. So it's weird. It's like a weird halfway point of the plot, where it's like really, really smart, but really lazy at the same time. Okay. I get you. Yeah, that's, that's kind of how I feel about it. Um, I do definitely think this movie benefits from a, like a binge watch. Sitting down and watching both of them back to back, or within the same couple days or a week for sure. Yeah, um, I think so as well. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Did you see this one in theaters, by any chance? I did. Yep. 
And Sweet. some guy who was about 25 said I was his kid. Because Rochester of Imagine was up in arms because someone's dad bought us the tickets because it was an R-rated movie. Mm. And he didn't want to go see it. So it was three, like, minors sitting in there. And, like, two 18-year-olds behind us or 20-year-olds. And the Imagine employee kept on saying, like, how old are you? We need to see some ID. And the other guys, the guy behind us, like, in piss because he's like, I'm trying to watch this fucking film, dude. Like, clearly you just let them in. And someone bought their tickets. So, you know, clearly they didn't care if they were going to see the movie. So the guy behind us was a total G, dude. I will always respect that guy. I've never seen him since, but I'll know him when I see him. <laughs> that's great, dude. That's that's actually fucking, like, golden. <laughs> yeah, that guy's a fucking G, dude. That's fucking wonderful, man. With his girlfriend, too, and I think that's why it worked. <laughs> um... Obviously, you know, the post credit scene of this is fucking incredible because it goes all the way to, like, 20 or 43 Jump Street or something ridiculous. We can yeah, see yeah. a lot of those fucking things. Even with an incredible Seth Rogen cameo in one of them. Love seeing that, man. Yeah. But where the fuck is our Jump Street and Men in Black crossover? I know we've talked about this in the podcast before, dude. But now that we're talking about these two movies, where would that even fit into this shit? 23, man. 23 Jump Street. Just straight 23 Jump Street, you think? Yep. It would have worked, dude. It would have fucking worked, but they didn't have the balls to do it. You think we'll ever get a 23, man? It's been 10 years. No. No, I don't think we ever will. Because it was supposed to be the that new Men in Black movie with Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. That shit was ass, dude, and it bombed. <laughs> so we, we, we won't, I don't think we'll see Men in Black for a minute until... Whoever owns the franchise is like, hey, let's make it into a series. Yeah. Well, remember, we also got Men in Black 3 around the same time, too. Yeah, yeah, that was cool, though. But th- at that point, they weren't talking about that. Yeah, isn't Josh Brolin in that one? 3? I think so, yeah. Damn, I never, I've never. i only seen parts of 3. I saw it. It was alright, dude. Yeah, damn it. We, we need Men in Black at some point, dude. No, we're okay. <laughs> what would you rate 22 Jump Street? Her, the best one on its way to Coruscant, dude. It's not the best thing I watched. It's still up there as like some of my favorite comedy. Um, but it just wasn't as good as the first one, in my opinion. Okay. I mean, this is the best yeah, yeah. Um More or less kind of echoing in the same thing you just said. You know, this is it's it's a good follow-up for sure. It's not a perfect follow-up. Um, if you enjoy the first one, by all fucking means, I think you'll definitely get enjoyment out of the second one. You know, it just, it's not your perfect sequel, despite it being a really damn good one. Yeah. So, damn, man. That was kind of quick. <laughs> That's all right, man. That's right, dude. We're just raw-dogging this episode, you know? Yeah. Sick one, buddy. You sound thrilled. <laughs> Go to your local Chili's, guys, because their Chili's is amazing. Bro, fuck Chili's. I don't want to talk about Chili's ever again, dude. Go to your local Chili's, dude. Max, Max, just, Max just has bad service down south. Maybe that's the does, fucking dude. case, dude. I went to a Chili's again the other day, and it was even worse yeah. than the last time I was there. The same just have, fucking manager was there, bro. You just have bad service down south, dude. Because up north, you're getting treated like a fucking king, dude. Apparently, fucking Lee, bro. Apparently, man. Getting yeah. fucking salads and no goddamn lettuce. Getting my, my margaritas and paper cups. Just, Maybe you guys just don't know how to order. Like I'm, I'm gonna. I think shut the fuck up, order. dude. No, we're not having I this conversation. No, no, shut the fuck up. You guys don't even know how to fucking order a meal, dude. No, dude, shut the fuck up, bro. You would've been livid. You thought you were pissed at IHOP when we went, bro. Other fucking waiter. You would've screamed at this I fucking guy. I was pissed at the waiter, dude. At IHOP, I was pissed we couldn't just fucking use a goddamn credit card. Bro, you fucking walked out. You were so pissed at the waiter at IHOP. Not even front. No, I wasn't, dude. I was pissed at the kid who can't use his fucking credit card. I, the waiter did everything right, dude. She took the fucking order and everything. And, and and then I gave her my credit card. She swiped that shit. She gave it right back. I gave her a tip. How do we not know how to use a fucking credit card? Well, like, um, I didn't know what the hold up was with the credit card, dude. I was like, well, I paid. I'm going. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Dude. Next time you're here, bro, I'm taking to this Chili's. That's fine, dude. I'll still enjoy it. It'll be a nice meal. Yeah, bro. I'm glad you feel that way. Glad you yeah, feel that I'm... way. Chili's in, in East Lansing, sponsor us there, please. <laughs> or anywhere else. And 
the northern half of the country. Just don't. <laughs> None of the North Carolina ones can, can touch Galaxy of Film, bro. That's okay, North Carolina chilies. I'll come, and I know you'll you'll redeem yourselves. Yeah, dude, I'm taking the chilies in Fayetteville. It's a third world country in there. It's awful. I know, dude. Fayetteville's a shithole, man. Yeah, that's exactly right, buddy. That's exactly Worse than right. Guatemala. Yeah, probably, bro. Only two good things that come out of Fayetteville is J. Cole and myself, bro. Well, that's just cap, dude, because I wouldn't even put J. Cole up there. Oh, damn, bro. Yeah, I, I, if I went my entire life without listening to a J. Cole song, my life would be exactly the same. Wow, our our North Carolina listenership just went down by 60%. Well, that's okay. <laughs> listen to some real music. Jesus Christ. Speaking to real things you guys can listen to, stay tuned for next week on the podcast. We're talking about the new Super Mario Brothers movie coming out. Um, we're also talking about Detective Pikachu. That'd be fucking fun, dude. Got some Nintendo oh, yeah. films coming up. Got our boy Harold joining us for that next week. It'll be fun, like always. But yeah, man. I think it's going to wrap it up for this week, Danilo. No, I think so as well, dude. I think so as well. Looking forward to seeing, hear, hearing Chris Pat Pratt is fucking Mario, dude. <laughs> really curious to see how that's going to sound. But, wait, we'll give it a shot. Yeah, minus fucking well, bro. Looks, minus fucking well. Looks goaded, though, dude. The movie looks fucking great, like, visually. Oh, and it looks incredible, dude. And I think most of the yeah. casting, I think, looks pretty awesome, too. Like, Anya's Peach would be a really fun... Yeah, um, yeah. Jack Black seems to be really enjoying being cast as Bowser. Um, I like his suit for the premiere, bro. The little shell put on the back of his yeah. jacket. Jack, Jack Black's someone who I could live without as well in my life. Yeah, dude. Just, shut up. Just, just shut it, bro. You just don't... Yeah, dude. You like people who are just... Have an extra chromosome, dude. And that's okay. Jesus, dude. For our listeners who enjoy the show, please consider leaving us an iTunes and Spotify. <laughs> Jesus fucking Great Christ. transition, bud. Great transition. <laughs> Give us an extra star for that comment. Yeah, real there sick one, buddy. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's a good transition right there, pal. Oh, fuck. For you guys, if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, go ahead, check out the YouTube channel for Dakari's newest video uh, from the hidden claws of the Shaw Brothers. You can also check on the YouTube channel on our website, galaxyfilm.com. Danilo's short film, Catalina's Curse, my next short film, Distinguished, is coming soon, guys. A production picking up this April. Um, next week we're talking Mario, like I said. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, uh, fucking Facebook as well. All at Galaxy of Film. Join the fan club at Facebook as well, the Galaxy of Film fan group. Ran by Shamim Dana, our director of fan relations here at Galaxy of Film. And uh, yeah, man. If you enjoy the show, please consider leaving us an iTunes and Spotify review. It truly does set by the show much more than you can imagine. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys. Hashtag not my Mario. I love you, Jonah Hill.